podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season, it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback, defense, tight end recommendations based on opposition matchup. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter, Living the Stream. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late round quarterback. And as always, I am joined by my lovely, lovely, lovely co-host, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, buddy? Uh, not much. I just want to say to all the the frothing maniacs out there, you got your wish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we're, we're doing the show on a Monday, Monday night. It's going to be released, you know, at 9, 30, 10 o'clock on a Monday. So no complaints this week, but this is not an every week thing. Do not get used to this. I, I refuse to do this on Monday night every yes, night. I agree. It made research a lot more difficult. It made my, my Mondays are the most insane days, I think, of my week uh, just because of the stuff that I have to do. So you're welcome, Kaepernick. But this, this man, this, this can't happen each day. Th- th- there's a reason that we record this on Tuesday nights and not Monday nights. That's exactly right. So you can, you can, uh, you can thank Hillary Clinton. You can thank Donald Trump. You can thank the oncoming uh, election apocalypse, uh, you know, that's upon us. The Russian hacking that's going to go on tomorrow. The, you know, uh, the 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 voter intimidation, the suppression, every all the horrible things are going to happen tomorrow. You're going to have your podcast in hand, ready to stream, no matter what happens. So yes, exactly. And what's going to be great is the people who listen to this on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday are going to think that you're Nostradamus. <laughs> they are there as they're as they're sitting in the uh the burned out shell of their home mm-hmm. uh you know with a, all their neighbors strewn across the yard be like oh he was right yes exactly speaking of nostradamus denny you know it was sweet this week <laughs> how are you going to transition i don't know how you're going to transition i don't know maybe streaming colin kaepernick that was pretty sweet let me tell you i i it was hard for me to tell them that much yesterday because of it Right. It w- well, we were talking about it before we started. It was like the the early games were just like just sensationally bad. Like I had Ryan Tannehill in spots. He only got like ten fantasy points, and like it was just like you know, I was up at a wedding in Pittsburgh this past weekend, and I was driving back from Pittsburgh to Charlotte on Sunday. So it's a it's a I'm I'm hungover, and it's a nice seven hour trip through through. All of West Virginia. West Virginia is a very beautiful state, but I hate driving through it because it, it's not like mindless driving because there's so many turns and stuff. Like mm-hmm. you have you have to be aware. You can't just like like doze off and then all of a sudden or, or, or not doze. That's not, you don't want to fall asleep. You don't put it put it on autopilot. That's yeah, you, yeah. You want to because how many times have you just driven a car for like a half hour to like a location or you know you're going to lunch or something or you're going to meet someone, whatever. It doesn't matter where you're going. You've just driven and you just got there and you weren't even thinking about like what you just got there. Right. 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 You, can't, you can't do that through West Virginia because there's so many turns. You're going 70 on a highway. Then all of a sudden you make a 90 degree turn. Like it's, it's just, it's out of control. <laughs> so it's, it's a beautiful state though. Like it, it, it is. I mean, like it's, it's a really, really cool, like the scenery was awesome because it was fall, right? You get the, right. the, the leaf changes and stuff. And then, so you you would flip your uh, flip your car doing seventy and taking ninety degree turns. So right, right. Uh, luckily, luckily the car landed upright the three times that it happened, and I was able to just continue <laughs> to drive on. But, oh, so so it was like real life Mario Kart. It was real life Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. And then I looked I looked behind me, and there was Wario sitting there 
laughing because there's a banana peel on the ground. He said, it's a me, a Wario. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, but so I was, I, luckily we have, we have Sirius XM in the car and I was able to just kind of like, I mean, I was listening to Steelers mostly, but I would flip through like during a break or when, I mean, I was tilting that game hard mm-hmm. and the tilt Denny is so much worse when you can't see what's happening. Yes. Like when when bad thing when, when good things happen that's fine I'll give it a fist pump I'll scream wake up my wife who's probably sleeping like I'll like it, it's fine it's not as good as watching mm-hmm. it but when when things are going south like that mm-hmm. first half of that Steelers Ravens game where the Steelers I I mean I could just envision they they couldn't do anything offensively right right just, just nothing the tilt was out of control because you couldn't even like you couldn't even like pace around the room you're stuck in a car you're stuck in a vehicle. You can't do anything. You have to try to remain calm while driving, while listening to the game. Right. And it was incredibly difficult. The Ryan Tannehill thing, it was like they kept they kept getting close to the red zone and then like they, they couldn't convert a third down. Or or they would get or it was just it was so frustrating. The, the the Tannehill that game in general, the fact that they scored that many points in that game, what was it, fifty points total? And uh, and, yeah. and 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 both quarterbacks did nothing. It, yeah, extreme tilt. Extreme tilt. It was extreme. It was extreme tilt. Uh, I mean, like it, just the the whole all the one p.m. games. I I actually did just want to jerk my car right into one of the the the, the mountains that we were driving by and just 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 and yeah. and the car's life. Yeah, no. The, the, yeah, right. And the car's life. Right. You yeah, soften that one. At yeah. The I end. mean, no. I would. I just wanted. I just wanted to maybe get a concussion <laughs> and forget about the day. You wanted to make your car pay for Ryan Tannehill's sins. <laughs> yeah. um, listen, uh, I had this experience uh, two weeks ago. I think if if you listen to the tilt montage a couple weeks ago, I was at a kid's birthday party that started at some ungodly hour on a Sunday. And so I had to listen to the Washington-Cincinnati game on the way home, right? Well, now, listen, Dan Snyder owns the radio station that broadcasts the, Was- the Washington games, right? And he's hired a bunch of lackeys to do his bidding to be fanboys on air and to complain about the refs every time they throw a flag against Washington and to say everything's unfair and everything's rigged and Washington's the best. It, so that's excruciating in and of itself. But then I have to listen to, and I have, you know, that that day I had cousins everywhere, right? I had to listen to this kind of thing. And cousins drops back and he throws, and there's a big gain. All right. Right, right. All right. And then I would just th- sit there and go, are there any details you would like to provide? <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to tell me? Perhaps, perhaps. How long was the gain? Right. Uh, who caught the ball? Um, where is the ball now? Uh, where was the ball uh, you know, uh, how long was it? And, I mean, but I got nothing. I got, they, they would just do that over and over and cousins across the middle. Oh, nice game there, man. Cousins is looking good. Uh, you know, Put was it a 16 yard game? Was it nine yards? Was it 40 yards? No one knew. And right. is, this was my experience. These guys are horrendous, horrendous. And it was tilting me beyond belief. That's, that's what happened. So I, I caught the first, the, you know, the, the drive was seven hours. So I caught the first half of the 4 p.m. games on the radio, and then I was able to watch the, the rest of them whenever I got home. But the, I, I'm probably, I mean, it's probably some guy that everyone in Tennessee knows, but the Titans announcer, right, or the Titans, the, the color commentator, when, when, when they scored a touchdown, he would say, he would sit there and he'd be like, he, he'd be like, Mariota drops back to pass. And it's caught in the end zone, and he would say it like like really, really like 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 level headed, and then yeah. all of a sudden he'd go touchdown Titans! Like he would like freak out. 
out <laughs> after he like was so low key about the fact that the Titans like and then he wouldn't say like I'm sitting there I'm like I'm like look I got I got Delaney and Rashard Matthews in places this week right. I need I need to know who scored that touchdown but he would just say caught in the end zone touchdown <laughs> Titans <I was> like, <laughs> It was so ridiculous. Whoever that man is, you need like you need to stop. You need to be more enthusiastic when it actually happens and let us know. You don't need to scream touchdown Titans the way that you're screaming touchdown Titans. Uh, uh, the the Washington guys were similar in that when Cousins would, th- I think he threw a touchdown to Jordan Reed in that game, and they, they all three of them in the booth, they just started screaming. <laughs> right. They just started. And I was like, "Was it? Was his cousin's dead? You know, was it a pick for a touchdown? What, what, what's happening?" And then, and then they come back from commercial, and they're like, "Nice touchdown by cousins." I was like, "Wait, he scored? They scored? Right, right. Exactly, exactly. It's tough. It's really, really hard to keep track of because I'm not looking at my phones. I'm driving a vehicle, and like, I'm, I like, it's, it's so hard to like. I can't even tell you how many times I just handed my phone to my wife, and so I was like, "Okay, now click Clee at or, or Dow at Clee. Now, now click." Click Dow, and now tell me how many touchdowns Dak Prescott has. Like that, that, I, I, it happened so many times. It's such an awful way to experience football. Just, oh man, just awful. You're a, you're you know, Amanda is a very good a good wife because, man, my I think Melissa would have just punched me in the neck and had me drive off the road. Oh, good old Clean Dow. All right, let's uh let's 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 look at our week nine picks and go through them. By the way, I don't I don't pull all my data really until Tuesdays. So, and it's a lot easier to pull. So this is another reason that I like doing it on Tuesdays because I have to individually pull these guys rather than having it all in front of me after pulling all the data, regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that, we're just going to complain throughout this show because we have to do it on Monday. Oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm super salty about this. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I totally am too. All you people, God, and not only that, but it's coming like directly after people bitch to us about doing the show on Monday instead of Tuesday. Oh no, it totally sounds like we're ceding to their demands. Well, we are not. <laughs> I, we are I, not. I'm so mad. We're ceding to the demands of, uh, of the Republic. Yes. Uh, so it was a really, really good streaming week, Denny. Um, the it? only, the only one that didn't hit was Ryan Tannehill. Uh, he ended up with about 10 fantasy points. Uh, Sam Bradford, a deeper play. He's a fringe QB1 right now. He had 15.5 fantasy points. Uh, just goes to show that you can play bad, bad. you know, we, we talk about this, but we don't always talk about it as it's ha- happening. But you can play bad players and they can be okay. Um, and look, guys, Sam Bradford's bad. Uh, he, we, we, he's we bad. To, we and, need to and, stop this idea that he's like an MVP. No, he's ridiculously bad. But uh, I left my body when uh, Corderell Patterson dropped that touchdown. <laughs> like I was just like, <gasps> like I couldn't, I couldn't even take. My father-in-law thought I was having some sort of medical emergency. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing like, remember, remember the movie Ghost? Yeah. Where, where when Whoopi Goldberg's character, like the 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 soul yeah. would enter her body and she would just like freak out. Yeah, no, that was that was me. Honestly, I I couldn't believe it because it was it was in his hands for like five seconds. I was like, oh, it's a touchdown! It's a touchdown! I said, oh, it's not a touchdown. Oda Odame Brown was her name in that movie. Uh, man, that's a man. How do you remember that? I have a stupid memory for that kind of stuff. Wow. Uh, Sam Bradford, fifteen and a half points, pretty solid outing for him. If you played him, you definitely weren't upset because he was a deep guy. Uh, and then obviously, uh, Colin the Goat Kaepernick. <laughs> Uh, he he like you tweeted about Denny I mean he didn't get any garbage time out of that performance nothing because um, he had like 18 or 19 fantasy points at the half like he was he was absolutely killing it uh he ended up with 22 about 22 and a half fantasy points definitely 
a really solid performance. He's going to be like QB, probably like QB six. We're, we're, we're doing this before slash during basically during it hasn't started yet, but basically during the Monday night football game, I can't envision, I'm going to say right now that neither quarterback is going to finish as well as tonight as Colin Kaepernick did. I'd be, I'd be shocked. He's QB four right now, right? Right. So he's a top five quarterback for the week. Yeah. Um, Tight end-wise was really good as well. We've been killing tight end the last three weeks. It's been good. Yeah, which is surprising. I think this this year, though, with tight ends has just been a little bit different because there hasn't been, like, the Eifert or the Kelsey necessarily mm-hmm. that's been just, just broken out and been this, like, obvious week-in, week-out guy. But what that's done is it's provided streamers with a lot of uh, interesting options each week, and it's been easier for us to kind of predict that because people aren't just honing in on the obvious choices. So mm-hmm. Eric Ebron, we mentioned he was only owned in like 15 or 20% of leagues entering last week. He's now not a streamer. He's now owned in like 65% of leagues, but he ended up having uh 16.2 PPR points, which and that was without a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, he went ham. Yeah. Uh, he had a really good game. And then uh, we had the, uh, the Island tilt, which we're going to have another Island tilt uh, this week, but uh, we had an island tilt with with Austin Hooper, where it seemed like literally every tight end in Atlanta, in Atlanta and I'm I'm talking like college, yeah. high school, every tight end in Atlanta was doing something other than Austin Hooper until towards you know maybe in the third quarter, I think third yeah. third into the fourth when he scored that touchdown. Um, yeah, so he had thirteen points. It was late. Yeah, it was late. He he had he had thirteen point six <clears throat> PPR points. Uh, both of them tight end ones this week can't do much better than that from a streaming standpoint. And even our defenses killed it, man. Uh, you know, we, we did talk about the Packers. Um, they weren't bad, though. They had, they had five fantasy points. They were a fringe defense one. Uh, the Cowboys had eight fantasy points. They were a middle-of-the-road defense one. And then the Dolphins were the second-best defense of the week uh, with that Kenyon Drake return, which also was tilting for Tannehill owners yeah. because they were going to get the ball back in uh, being from behind. And it seemed i don't i'm not going to get into it but but regardless it seemed like Tannehill had an opportunity there and then obviously Kenyon Drake returned it so hopefully you at least played the dolphins defense were able to get that touchdown from them yeah i think Tannehill's pretty much been uh written out of the game plan go go mm-hmm. going forward i mean they obviously they want to win on the ground boring defensively this and that you know they they're not going to air it out. He's not going to have much opportunity going forward. I don't. Yeah, think. yeah. I, I think it's only in like obvious, like Saints Browns types mat type matchups for right. Tannehill, which I have, I don't think that either of them are on their schedule. But I could be wrong. Um. So good, good week overall. Uh. So that's a couple good weeks in a row after the disaster that we had yeah. a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, Denny. Let's talk defense. Who you got? Uh. I have the Jets defense, which sounds weird because we've streamed against the Jets a few times. This season, but uh, you know, we talk about the importance of home field advantage. Uh, the the Jets are are at home against um, the Rams. They are a two and a half point favorite. Uh, the over under is forty one, which might seem high actually, considering the offenses. Uh, but again, I don't pay much attention to the over under, so I don't even know why I mentioned that. Um, <laughs> uh, only the Jets coincidentally, give up more fantasy points to defenses than Los Angeles does. Uh, The Rams have given up more than 10 fantasy points in five of their eight games, which sources tell me that's a lot. Yes. Uh, I can confirm. Uh, Teams are averaging... So, okay, getting to the the prospect of will Case Keenum drop back and throw quite a bit in this game? Mm -hmm. The, the, The numbers point to yes, because... Teams are averaging only 23.4 run attempts 
per game against the Jets, which is the eighth fewest in the league and the fourth fewest yards per game. Uh, uh, Keenum has been sacked 20 times, which is the, the seventh most in the league. Uh, and as far as his accuracy on aim throws, uh, aim throws uh, consist of throws that uh, are not throwaways or, uh, or spikes. Uh, he is neck and neck with uh, Bortles and Osweiler uh, in that category. So he is very inaccurate, as we know. Uh, he gets sacked a de- at a decent clip, and the Jets have shut down running games. So hopefully we will get a situation where Keenum is dropping back and throwing the football. That's all we can hope for. Yeah, and it's pretty crazy the the, the pass to run, or, or at least the volume uh, that the Jets see on the ground, considering they see a lot of negative game scripts because they're bad. So, so opposing offenses are seeing positive game scripts, which you would think then are, are leading to running more, but it's just because that's that's kind of the way that the Jets' defense works. They can stop the run yeah. decently well, uh, and they can't stop the pass, so... I agree. I think the I think the Rams you could you 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 could stream this week as well. I think that's just going to be a game that's just going to be sloppy as hell. Um, but not yeah. not not a not a team that I'm recommending in these these next two picks really quick. So ownership wise, things are a little bit uh, scattered throughout uh, the sites, both on whether you're playing like ESPN or Yahoo. So you know it's tough to really find like. Very, very low-owned defenses, especially very low-owned defenses that are in decent spots. So I'll give you two that are kind of middle of the road in terms of ownership that might be on your waiver wire. The first one being the Texans. Uh, they're facing Jacksonville. Jacksonville's given up a top 14 performance to a defense, to, to every non-Colts defense that they've faced this year. So that's pretty good. Um, they've allowed yep. a, they've allowed at least one sack and one turnover in every game. So that's a, a free three points without even factoring in that there's a low 43 point over under and the Texans are road favorites. So they're on the road, uh, which you don't love, but I still think, I mean, it's pretty obvious. You should just stream people or stream defenses against the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then the, the second one uh, is going to be an Island tilt. The first of, of, of two Island tilts. Yeah, good, good. About. I like it. Uh, this is going to be Baltimore against Cleveland. This is a very obvious one as well. So, you know, like Jacksonville, you kind of get a good floor when you play someone against Cleveland. Um, you know, no one's ranked worse than 18th against the Browns in weekly scoring. None of them have scored fewer than four fantasy points that that'll fluctuate depending on which site you're getting the fantasy scoring from. That's from fantasydata.com. That's where I usually grab the, the scoring numbers. Um, Baltimore also, this is a, a, a key thing to this. Baltimore has a really, really good rush defense. It's mm-hmm. actually it ranks as the best rush defense in the NFL according to number fire metrics, schedule adjusted metrics, um, which will then funnel some passes, which is great when you're facing a Cleveland passing game that should turn the ball over, uh, and it creates more more uh, potential for sacks whenever whenever you're able mm-hmm. to stop the run like that. And then on top of that, the Ravens are ten point favorites this week against wow. against Cleveland. Um, so that, I mean, that's an insane spread. That's exactly what you want out of your, out of your fantasy defense. They're at home to me. If I'm choosing between the jets, Texans and Ravens, I think I'm going Baltimore. Mm. Um, just, just given all of this. Um, but I think all three of them are pretty good options. Yeah. Uh, the Ravens, I would say the Ravens are probably the most solid floor team here. Yeah. Um, I I don't know have the have the Browns given up any like nuclear performances to I'd have to look have opposing to look defenses back. I'm I'm trying to look now but I I just I don't it doesn't you know off the top of my head it doesn't uh, seem 
uh like they have uh we get like 10 6 7 8 yeah i mean it's been really consistent yeah like, like they've given up a really consistent floor to just about right. everybody except uh i think except it was the Jets. yeah was it the jets yeah they 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 allowed 4 points to the jets yeah so you're going to get a good floor with them uh i mean i i think i think a, any of them have a decent ceiling though still yeah so all right, Denny, uh, quarterbacks. I'll start with a quarterback yeah. just because uh, there's a few of them that we'll go through. Uh, I'm just going to stick with the same game. This is this is a fairly obvious one going with Joe Flacco Thursday night against Cleveland. Um, yeah, I, you know, that's going to be tough. Flacco, yeah, this is going to be the tiltiest of the tilts yeah. on Thursday. It's going to be awful. We're going to hate it. He's going to throw for 145 yards and zero touchdowns. It's going to suck, but... <laughs> Um, so look, not only have the Browns surrendered, surrendered multiple touchdowns to every non Ryan Fitzpatrick quarterback that they face this year. But again, I'll mention the Ravens have an insane implied team total. They're 10 point favorites with a 45 point over under right now. So they have over a 27 point, um, implied team total, which anytime you get something like that high, you know, the quarterback should be involved in some way. Um, or, or he, you know, he should, like I said, um, the other thing too, with Joe Flacco I tweeted about this a little bit you know, a couple hours ago whenever I was like looking into his season and stuff. Um, he he has like insane touchdown regression potentially coming. Like yeah. insane. So so get this, Denny. So this season he's thrown a touchdown pass for every 346.3 yards that he's thrown for. Okay. The average last season was a touchdown per 156.8 passing yards. So, so we're talking about double plus. I'm talking about double plus here. What? And uh, yes, and not only l- listen to this though too. Flacco right now has six touchdowns on 2000 with with well, a, a good like 2078 yards or something like that. It's oh, he's over 2000 yards. So it's exactly halfway through the season, eight games, which means he's average he's pacing towards a 4000 yard season, right? Which is I believe the first time he would ever do that in his career. He's pacing for a 4000 yard season. Mm-hmm. And he's also pacing for 12 touchdowns. Denny, in NFL history, the lowest touchdown output for a 4,000-yard passer was 17 touchdowns. Joe Flacco is pacing towards 12. Uh, that's a really good stat. I didn't know that. It, it, it's like, it's insane. The, the, wow. So I, I, I was talking to our buddy Rich Rebar about this a bit, and he, he's, he's correct when he, he's... Him and I were just talking about it, and he's correct when he says that you know, there's a reason that we always look at yards per attempt because it's it's an, it's a more of a predictive stat and that correlates stronger to touchdowns, right? But having that many passing yards and that few those few of touchdown totals is is insane. Like it's it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, uh, so, so, I, I, it could all come to fruition this on Thursday. Like we, it, yeah. th- like I don't want to say it, but I kind of do. Like this could be like the Eli game. It. You know what? Uh, the the tagline for this game and this matchup for Flacco is uh, he sucks so much that numbers say he shouldn't he can't suck in this game. I mean, right, it, right. It, it, re- regression says that that's that's uh, uh, that, that's remarkable. And I knowing that I'm much more bullish. I'm much more uh, I'm much less prone to vomit all over myself on Thursday night. Right, right. So like the the main reason that people are so down. I mean, Flacco hasn't been good. No, don't don't get me wrong. But strictly from a fantasy standpoint, he really hasn't been good because he's not throwing touchdown passes, and and it's it's you're you're now facing a team that just gives them up all the time to opposing quarterbacks, 
and he has this regression coming. I, I, I think he has a, a seriously bad floor still because it's Joe Flacco, um, and, and given the way he's performed already. But like, this is how I felt about Tannehill, but like on crack from from, <laughs> from last week. Like this is this is Ryan Tannehill. This is Ryan Tannehill on crack, and that's that's Joe Flacco this All week. Right. So, Any questions? Yeah. <laughs> So we'll see. We'll see what goes down. But I, I think he's a good streamer this week. Uh, Denny, you want to talk about a guy? Yeah, just saying that about Flacco. I'm looking forward to the to Terrence West's 180 yard three touchdown performance. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm just joking, sort of. Uh, so Cuddy, my, Cuddy, our boy, he's our back, boy. baby. He's back. I'm old. I'm old enough to remember when Cuddy was the face of our franchise. Right, but what be, this is a thing. Like. Like okay, guys, he's like a top five passer again. So now that he's now that he's that good again, you guys have to remember who never left his side throughout this whole this whole process. Exactly, and in solidarity, I'm gonna smoke a pack during the Bears game this yeah, week. Yep, I will too, and I will vomit everywhere. Oh I'm God, there. I would take I would like inhale once and just like vomit out of my nose. <laughs> Lots of vomit talk on this on this show. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I mean, when does there not vomit talk? I mean, but there's a lot. There's an exceptional amount. Exceptional. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> getting to the game, uh, the Bears are at Tampa. Uh, the Bucks. I don't know if you know this, they're not good against the pass. They're not great. They're, they're not, not great. they're not I would say they're not historically great. That's what right. I would say. Right. Uh they could be historically bad though. They've allowed uh eight hundred and fifty nine passing yards over the past two games. Okay. That's a lot. That's a lot of it passing. It includes Derek Carr's, you know, explosion, 500 yards. Yeah, I mean, they, they face Matt Ryan and Derek Carr, but still, that's it's a hell of a lot of passing yards. It's a lot. Uh, and here is, I just wanted to read to the people, uh, uh, the people who get their Monday Night Podcast now. I want to read a, a comprehensive list of the quarterbacks who have struggled versus the Bucks. You ready yes, for this? This is great, There's yes. Derek Anderson, I've never heard of him. Never. And Case Keenum. Those are the though that's the list of 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 uh, quarterbacks that have not done well against Tampa. Tampa's allowing 12.7 yards per completion. That's the most in the NFL and they allow the third most yards per attempt. Uh the game the uh total for this one is 48 points, which is the fourth highest for week 10. Kind of surprising. I don't know how you feel about that. That was I was surprised by that too, but you know, I mean I I think the slate just kind of sets up pretty shittily, so it kind of makes sense. Shittily is the best is the best <laughs> non-word ever. Yeah, it's my uh, my favorite European country. Uh, oh, oh, whoa! Our our Italian listeners. Are not no, I, I I'm actually talking. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even digging on Italy. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Uh, so uh, Cutler averages twenty two point five fantasy points in in Bears wins over the past two seasons. That's compared to eighteen point or 18 and a half points in losses. So there's a four point difference there. Uh, and then I did the splits with and without Alshon. Uh, he averages three and a half more fantasy points per game with Alshon than without him. It's not shocking, but I just wanted to throw that in there. So, you know, he has, he has a lot going for him unless I think unless game script kind of gets, goes haywire, then he's usually not very good in those situations. But uh, the, uh, the matchup is right. That's all you can say about this one. Yeah, I actually like a Jay Alshon stack this week a lot. Really? Yeah, I do. I I guess I would I would like to throw Mike Evans in there as well, but yeah, if he if he's healthy. Oh God, don't say that. I know. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. 
Um, all right, the next guy, he's a little bit of a deeper play. I would be playing both Cutler and Flacco over him. Uh, Trevor Simeon, Denny. Uh, he sucks. This is a typical yeah. bad, bad quarterback against a bad defense uh, situation. But he's in New Orleans, the Coors Field of football. There's a 49-point game total there. The Broncos are only 1.5-point underdogs. Uh, quarterbacks against New Orleans this season, they've given up six top 10 performances in eight games. Only Russell Wilson, who sucks this year, yes, and Eli Manning haven't been top 10. And Eli Manning, we know, is one of the most inconsistent guys that you can find. Uh, the Broncos' run game has been bad, uh, but and I think that's kind of a worry is that they're not going to be able to sustain drives. But New Orleans' rush defense has been so horrendous as well throughout the season. Um, I, I, I actually think, you know, the other guy too, I'll just bring him up right now. I think that if you're digging deep, the two guys that you're looking at are Carson Wentz and Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Um, because, you know, Carson Wentz also has an, an amazing matchup this week. Um, but I, I just, I don't know, because he's playing he's playing Atlanta, by the way. And they're, they're one point favorite. Look, Carson Wentz, everything, all, all the boxes are checked from, from a Vegas standpoint. He's at home, one, one point favorites. There's a 49 and a half point over under against Atlanta. I mean, like... It, it, it looks really, really good on paper for Carson Wentz. The problem is he's just been so bad, like just horrendously bad. Arguably, I, I haven't looked, but over this stretch, I, I would assume that he's been the worst quarterback starter that you can find in fantasy football. Um, so yeah. I, I, I think that the, not only that, but then you look at his weapons, they don't have any real wide receiver threat other than J-Matt. Um, and I'm worried that if, I haven't seen the update on, on Desmond Trufant, but if Trufant goes, Trufant will go to the slot. And, and he can cover Jordan Matthews. So if, if you take J-Man out of the game, uh, or, or, or somewhat, you know, if you, if you focus on him, that passing game, I just don't understand. I, I don't see how that passing game thrives given the way that they're, they're running that offense right now. I mean, it's like, a, mm-hmm. like they're not throwing the ball down the field whatsoever. So I have more faith in, in the supporting cast of Trevor Simeon to, and I like the matchup a little bit more, to play him over Carson Wentz, but... If you really, really want to dig deep, like this is a deep, deep play, I understand if you might go Carson Wentz. I mean, Wentz needed 50 dropbacks to score 14 fantasy points yesterday. Oh, it was it was horrendous. I mean, I I didn't I didn't really f- uh, focus on that game. I still have to go back and watch it, but like my like I I don't I, it was it was the most attempts he had 47 attempts. So I guess he got sacked three times, but it, he had he had 47 attempts, and like. That that's part of the reason why I'm not that into like Zach Ertz moving forward is because you know it was a it was a, a one you know a lot of tight ends do well against the Giants. Uh, Carson Wentz threw the ball more than he has all season long, so it makes sense that that people are seeing more volume in general. But like regardless, I, I th- this passing attack is just straight trash right now. It's so it bad. Is. It's it, really well. Really the, bad. the whole team, the whole offense is just a fantasy debacle. Right. Like, what are they doing offensively? Like, what is Peterson doing? I mean, I mean, they're trying to make Wentz into Alex Smith, right? I mean, that's. that's basically- I mean, that's that's what it looks like. But it's just it's a very bizarre situation. It's very. It's also funny to just like look back at like week three and four when yeah. Carson Wentz was like on top of the world, and now he just completely regresses. Like, this is why we. I mean, I'm saying that as the guy who played the the goat noises for Marvin Jones earlier <laughs> this season at the beginning of the. But but like that's clearly more of a joke. But like. This is why we we, sh- we 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 can't overreact to certain situations. I mean, look at when Wentz and and Prescott met for the first time last week, it was called the new Brady Manning. Right, right. Let's relax. Right. 
Relax. Wentz had two good games. Right. Dak, though, is the GOAT. No, Dak, obviously Dak's the best quarterback of all time, but Wentz is ridiculously <laughs> right, bad. Right. I love I'm I'm such a Dak. I might get a Dak jersey. I love He's so, so good. God. And, it, and it's crazy because I was such a Romo guy, too, and I, I love Dak that like I'm I love Dak. Hey, like, look, that's awesome. Romo could Romo could be very good in Jacksonville next year. It'll be I want fun. I want Romo to go to Denver. Oh yeah, that's where he'll go. Yeah, you're right. That would be amazing. Uh, all right, Denny. Speaking of Denver, let's talk tight ends. Yeah, this is the segue that that listeners do not want to hear. But go uh, ahead. Yeah, talking of uh, speaking of uh, tight ends, let's talk about the complete uh, Arby's roast beef filled garbage heap. <laughs> That is tight end this week. It's so bad. I'm hoping that it, like, oh, okay. I shouldn't say I'm hoping for injuries, but like, I'm hoping like if, if Jacob Tammy's out again and you have Hooper, like he could have a, a decent role again, even though the matchup isn't great. Like there's, there's situations like that, but we're, since again, guys, you want the show on Monday, we're going to give you shittier information earlier in the week. That's right. Yeah. You can get your information and it'll just be full of poop. Right. Uh, covered in poop, I should say. So Virgil Green is his name and not getting targets is his game now it's a so he has can't believe i just said that uh he has 10 targets over his past two games which is not hateful when he's returned Uh, from the injury right right yeah he was he missed some time wow something wrong in my throat and um they're playing the saints but i should have mentioned at the at the outset here they're playing the saints uh who allow 6.8 targets per game to tight ends uh which is actually not a lot so that is not what I was hoping for, but that's what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. All right. Um, New Orleans hasn't uh, hasn't exactly faced a, a murderer's row of tight ends, if you will. Uh, so there is that. You had uh, Vance McDonald going berserk last week on a on a uh, long touchdown with sixty five yards or something, uh, which was I think that was the last fantasy point that Ka- Kaepernick yeah, scored. Seriously, I think that was it. Um, and uh, so this this game has the third highest over under of the week, and New Orleans has allowed 300 plus passing yards in five of its eight games, including to uh, Colin Kaepernick last week. So, you know, I think if you're projecting the Denver passing game to be functional slash maybe very good in this game, then maybe Green can siphon off some of that success, some of that production. And, you know, have like a I'm thinking more of like an Ebron type game where, you know, he catches four or five balls for 50 yards or so. And, you know, PPR 10 points. You can't complain if you're starting Virgil Green this week. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, The guy that I'm going to talk about is Lance Kendricks. So we're really digging deep here. Uh, But Kendricks has actually been pretty awesome. Uh, Over the last three weeks, he's seen eight, nine and 12 targets uh, in the Rams offense. He actually has the third best target market share among tight ends in the NFL over that span. Uh, So he's been involved in the offense. He plays a very, very elite snap percentage rate. Uh, He's played no fewer than 79% of the team's snaps this year, which actually happened last week. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's facing a Jets team that's allowed the 13th most points to the tight end position. I, you know, the fact that he's been involved the way he's been involved, I just, I, I think he's in a good spot. I would... I would play him fairly confidently during a week that, that where the tight end position is just kind of putrid. Yeah, well, you you stunned me before the show with the uh, the the market share, the, the target share. That yeah, I think it's like Jason Witten and Antonio Gates. Or no, 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 it's uh, uh it's Antonio Gates and someone else over the last three games. 
Uh, but I, I can't remember who it was, but, but it's, or Jimmy Graham, but Jimmy Graham's didn't account for tonight's game. Um, that that's and look at even even if you saw Lance Kendrick's uh, spine breaking drop at the at the goal line last week against Carolina, still play him, play he's, him he's, over he's, over Green. He's getting a lot of opportunity. It's all you can go he's, for. He's yeah. broken many spines before because he did the same freaking thing Nick Foles week last year. Oh my god, yeah, he, he dropped, dropped a wide open touchdown where Foles would have scored maybe like twelve or thirteen mm-hmm. points, and no one would be in our mentions then. Yeah, but the simulation did not pro was not programmed that way. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Instead, uh, there was a fire on the field. I have to say, <laughs> <laughs> and and in our mentions, um, I just have to say the most satisfying thing happened to me yesterday. I tweeted a couple times about how how fantastic Jason Witten's matchup was yesterday against Cleveland. Yes, and you know I got some questions. This guy over Witten, this guy, and I kept saying Witten, 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 Witten. And and I got this one Cowboys fan in my mention saying, this is exactly what he said, uh, uh, too bad Dak likes Beasley more. Oh, get on that guy. I was like, <laughs> it's like good. That's a great take. That's oh, great take. my God. That's amazing. I, I didn't know if he was talking about personally, like Dak Prescott is better friends with Cole Beasley than he is with, with, with Witten. Uh, but, you know, look at Beasley eight, you know, number one wide receiver for Dallas. He ate. And, um, uh, <laughs> And then uh, uh, Witten went berserk. So, you know, look at friend, you and I were both right. But wow, I was so happy that Witten went off after that. I was, I was pumped. I played, I played Witten against uh, fantasy match, Matt Kelly uh, yeah. in, in the Roto World League this week. There's a, there's like that Roto World Redraft League. Mm-hmm. And I played, my team just went like nuclear. I had Jason Witten, Melvin Gordon, Marcus Mariota. Sure. Like it was just out of control. And I feel bad for him. But uh, if you're listening, Matt, I'll see you in the championship. You should not feel bad for Matt Kelly because Matt Kelly took me to school last week in the Apex League. He, <laughs> his team, his team was was you know crapping fantasy points in my face the entire day. Every time, every time I looked at the screen, it was touchdown, touchdown. Oh, Jonathan Stewart <laughs> touchdown. Oh, Cam Newton touchdown. Oh, blah blah blah. I I couldn't catch a freaking break. I, he he annihilated me. So you you uh, sought vengeance. Yeah, that was vengeance for those vengeance for you. Yeah, it was actually a hero quest uh, that I that I went on there. All right. To recap, Lance uh, Kendricks, Virgil Green, a tight end. At quarterback, we like Flacco and Cutler. And if you want to dig deeper, Simeon. If you want to even dig deeper than that and hit the Earth's core, then use Carson Wentz. And on defense, we have the Jets, the Texans, and the Ravens. You like that? That analogy? It's not. I didn't expect. That. <laughs> All right, we got 44 questions to go through. We might not get through all of them. We actually had way more than 44, but these are... I, I always wonder, like, from our listeners' perspective who are on Twitter and always ask us questions and stuff, like, I, you know, I favorite the, the tweets to, to, to go through then, and then I unfavorite them as I go through. So, like, I always wonder if, like, they get really excited when it... Because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I favorite them and then later unfavorite them <laughs> before oh, the Oh, that's show. brutal. I know. And I also want to know if like they were if they're waiting and I if I just click favorite unfavorite favorite, over and over again just like mess with them a little bit. Yeah, look, some of you are terrible at asking questions. It's okay. True. Yeah, I mean, some of them are bad guys, so I can't can't pick them all. Uh, this first one is at Arthur Stanny. He says, uh, "I just would like to thank you guys for Brait Hooper and Kaepernick saved a lot of my teams. You're welcome." That's awesome. Yeah. You're welcome, Kaepernick. Uh, next one at J back attack attack. What is the zip code of Tilt City? Uh, it's probably six six six. It's probably <laughs> yeah, just straight straight to hell. That's what I how I picture. <laughs> right, that's 
exactly what I thought too. Uh, this next one is the same guy, Arthur Stanny, who the first question says, due to the lack of other non-Evans targets in Tampa, is Brait an every week starter? I, I have I I I see I don't I, I'm I don't think so. And the reason for that, the reason for that, his snaps are pretty low. His volume actually hasn't been that great. The reason like his market share is like only sixteen and a half percent or something. And so like the reason that he's been relevant is because that offense throws so many passes. So I think that he's fine in like very obvious negative game script games. But like like this like you look at him this week. They're playing the Bears, right? It's a game that's probably gonna have like medium points scored, middle of the road points scored, right? Mm-hmm. It'd be it'd be a shock if they were if they if they lost big. Right? Bigly. 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 Yeah, sorry. They lost bigly. Gotta yeah. have some reference in here. Um, yeah, so, sure. so, so I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not that, that into breed. Uh, I mean, in a, I think in a 10 team league, he's definitely not a starter in a 12, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Next one at Eric Sirkin. He says, what's worse for America year round pumpkin spice latte or year round peppermint latte. So what did Denny, did you go to Twitter about peppermint big, big peppermint? I, I have not railed against Big Peppermint. I'm cur- I, I'm currently seeing if I can get paid by Big Peppermint, and then we'll see. Wait, so so is there like because we got a lot of of Big Peppermint questions? Really? Yeah, apparently Big Peppermint's becoming a thing. I I, I got to be honest. I'm just gonna get in front of this right now. I love peppermint shit. <laughs> oh man! Like I'm all about that life. Ah, uh, can we just end the podcast? Like my my wife's uh, parents. Uh, do do chocolate like make chocolate stuff like chocolate candy and stuff which by the way the website's gonna go live soon and I'm gonna tell everyone to buy some chocolate from there but cool um, anyway they I was eating some of it this weekend and they make a dark chocolate peppermint mm-hmm. and it is so freaking good I like a I like a peppermint patty yeah that's it that's what it is with dark chocolate <laughs> it's so good <laughs> yeah I'm 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 good with that I mean I'm gonna have to get pretty worked up uh, before I start going on. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, big peppermint, but uh, I, I'm not I'm not as horrified as I am by uh, big pumpkin spice. Yeah, big big pumpkin spice is bad. Next one at a underscore dot underscore zero. Who has the highest upside at tight end and defense this week? Playing for upside non PPR standard league. So I guess of the guys that we've talked about, uh, tight end upside. I mean, I would say, I would say Kendricks over Virgil. Would you? Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Virgil has not not much upside. Yeah, upside at defense. I think we already kind of talked through that a bit. You know, I I, don't, I think they all have pretty equal upside. I mean, strictly upside. I feel like you would have. I don't know. I feel like like if you play Houston, like you're playing against Blake Bortles. Like he he could he could collapse at any moment. I know. How did he not collapse against Kansas City? Damn. I don't know. I don't. It's the Nick Foles effect. Yeah. Uh, next one at this is serious at Jorts Carter. Jorts, yeah. There's a Jorts Carter thing. What is going on? What's Denny's favorite brand of pants to scream at? Oh yeah, this is in reference to the tilt, the tilt montage right? where I was screaming at my pants. Uh, favorite brand? I I don't I honestly I don't know what kind I don't know what brand pants I'm wearing right now. So right, um, who knows their who knows their brand the brand of their pants? Uh, yeah. I have like I have some like jeans I might know, but that's yeah. I'm I'm sorry I I can't uh, can't answer that at the moment. 
Next one at Debo two one two. Can you record an interview with Melvin Goten? I mean, apparently he's he is the actual goat. He is. He's so good. I'm so glad that he's good too. He's so good. What I mean, I I, I people who were dying on his hill uh, earlier this season, you know, uh, have really really come out looking pretty good. No doubt. He he's he is like the guy this year. If you got him, you're you're feeling good. Plus they have a really good schedule in the playoffs. He's he's R he's the RB one. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I actually went on a on a fantasy pros podcast this summer and they asked me of the of guys who were being drafted in the fifth round or later, which running back could be like has the most upside, and that was my answer. And you said Danny Woodhead. Good good answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good I answer. I mean like like here, here's here's the like let's let's pull this back a little bit, right? Like Danny Woodhead doesn't get hurt. Melvin Gordon's not having this season. No, no, no. You know, I mean, like that that had to happen in order for Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon's good. He's he's showing that he's good, and that offensive line is healthy. And I love Melvin Gordon, but I'm trying to be realistic. If Danny Woodhead's healthy, Melvin Gordon doesn't have this kind of ceiling. Exactly. Next one at tree underscore nerd. Shower cry seems woefully inadequate for this historically awful election cycle. What's the new bigger, better shower cry? Mm, the new bigger, better shower cry. Uh, I'm just picturing like a like a you know like water parks, although sometimes have those buckets that just drop on you. Right, but probably it has to be filled with uh, human excrement. Right, right. Or or <laughs> or. or God. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you could just go to buy a ticket ticket to Disney World, and all you do at Disney World is just stand at the bottom of Splash Mountain, and you don't move the entire day. Right. You just sob. You just cry the entire time. Uh, yeah. Or um, you wait until it rains really hard, and you just go outside naked and just stand in the rain. <laughs> you just stand in the rain until you're arrested. Uh, you know, pretty much. That's that would be that would be the equivalent. Yeah, that's true. Uh, next one at underscore big floss. Eli and Palmer on my waiver wire. Is one of them worth picking up, or do I keep living the stream? Uh, so who did the Giants get? Or the so, Giants are on? You know, the Giants get Cincinnati. Um, yeah. And it's at New York, but I I actually really like Carson Palmer this week against against San Francisco. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you have to go Palmer there. Palmer's I, like in a better ver- is like a better version of Flacco right now. Right? Yeah, like the 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 game itself is gonna matchups just as good. All that I I think I think Palmer is like a I mean if he's out there he's a really good play this week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next one at SMGDH. I had my first gingerbread coffee drink of the season over the weekend. Too early? Yeah, it's too early. Like, like people, what are you doing? Uh, what, what are you doing? And Denny, by the way, it's after Thanksgiving when you can start listening to Christmas music. Uh, you know, if that's the compromise that I have to strike, then I'm, I, then I can do that. That's good. Cause I didn't have to compromise at all to get there. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. God, I, you know, you, here's here's another thing about me. I'm not a, I'm not a good business person. <laughs> so I'm very bad. So okay, okay, okay. I'll compromise. I'll do exactly what you want. Yeah, right, right. Well, I thought because I thought you were gonna start pushing, and then you know, for something, you know, no, it's just a very reasonable after Thanksgiving. You can, <clears throat> you can listen to that stuff. Like, it, oh, it's, yeah. it's very very reasonable. Well, there's no holding back the floodgates. You know, you you can plug the you know you can you can plug certain parts of your life to keep Christmas out this time of year. But once Thanksgiving hits, it is over. Like yeah. you're 
it's the the Christmas flood is upon you. Just let it wash over you, pretty much. Did you see? Did you see that Starbucks had that one commercial about their cup? Oh no! What, what I did saw they? It, I saw it like 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 during the football game last night. I think. What, what what are they doing? It's basically just like them introducing that they're about to have their cup, but in the background, it's just a bunch of people like like sound bites of people talking crap on like like the news and stuff talking crap about like how people reacted towards their cup last year. You remember yeah. like the, the big Christmas uh, issue that happened? You're right. No, no. Yeah. So uh, I remember because you know I work at Star at Starbucks um, once in a while. And there was a, a Christmas warrior stormed in one day. <laughs> I kind of didn't you tell this story last yeah, year? Yeah, and I kinda he remember. was he was he was just all all over the cashiers, the baristas, right? Right. I mean, like like what's your what's your problem with Christmas? This is America, isn't it? What? Why'd you change your cup? You know, I I I, I was so deeply uncomfortable that this guy. Well, first of all, I mean, he's an idiot. First right. of all, because right. the cup. Still has it has little snowflakes on it, right? Uh, it's red with white snowflakes. That's that's Christmas. It's Christmas. Right. What right. do you what do you? It's not like the it's not like the cup used to have the the, the whole manger scene, right? right? right, right. It didn't have to. It ha, ha, didn't used to have a bunch of animals and Joseph and Mary and the wise men and all that. It didn't have that. So what's the? I don't get so, it. Speaking of animals, this is such a different segue, but this just reminded me. What is with all the videos that are going out right now on Twitter of like penguins beating the crap out of one another and the 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 snake video that went out today that everyone was watching? Right, the iguana that ran through that. First of all, are there really like snake villages like that? <laughs> Dude, that video was crazy. That shit scared me so much. Right. Right, it was crazy. And then the penguin thing, the penguin thing. Someone made a parody account of well, I mean obviously cuz penguins don't have accounts, but it's a it's 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 the woman of it's it's from the perspective of the woman penguin and how like did you see the penguin video? I I well most of it I just found it so excruciating. Well, it I was spoke. it was I didn't watch the whole thing trust yeah. me but the the storyline you know that it was like it was like the one male penguin came back and the, his wife was with another another well I mean it's not like they get married but like his partner was with another penguin right and so the penguins just like beat the living hell out of each other right. Until right. and, like blood and all. I mean, it was it was it was graphic, but this person made an account for the woman penguin being like, like you guys don't know the whole story and stuff. And it was really, I thought it was pretty funny. I I uh, I just know I kept seeing pictures of the beat up penguin saying like stuff, you know, stuff like captioned, like, uh, like captioned like Foles Week twenty fifteen. Yeah, right. Or or you should see the other guy. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, this next one is at bathroom Ben. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, is Mariota finally an every week starter? Man, uh, I think I think bathroom Ben has been on us to declare Mariota right, an every week right. starter for six weeks now. Right. I mean, he's had a really good five week stretch. Don't get me. He's been like a top ten quarterback every week. But look, there 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 is like I own Mary. I just mentioned Mariota in that Roto World League. I own Mariota. I love owning Mariota, but. I, I'm not I'm not there yet because there is regression coming. He he's throwing a lot of touchdown passes given what he's actually how he's actually performing. So I'm a little afraid there. I do like that they're using Richard Matthews though more finally. The Tajay Sharp was just not working. Oh man, God, people were giving up everything for Tajay Sharp and Dynasty back in September. Ooh. Yeah. That was yeah. that was smart. 
But yeah, I, I don't I don't think he's there. I, like it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. Like we don't need because the instant we <coughs> declare someone an every week starter, then like we just we're gonna hear backlash whenever that person doesn't do well the next week. He doesn't look at Mariota. Still, still hasn't shown that he does well in <clears throat> in tough matchups or when he faces like extreme negative right. game script. Right. I mean, the, the the matchups have been beautiful for him. Exactly. So, next one at Eric B- uh, Belair, he says, or Belair, he says, "What can I do with all my Marvin Jones shares?" Wah, wah. Um, uh, no, I mean, I, I have I wrote it up in 15 transactions, which is going out tomorrow morning. I actually think Marvin Jones is a hold. I don't think you need to be like drop. I mean, look, he had two bad games in a row. That's going to happen, especially at the wide receiver position. And it just happened to come against two of the best defenses uh, that, that cover perimeter receivers best in Houston and Minnesota. Uh, so it's not that big of a surprise. I think that the the big thing, obviously, like I, I think that those matchups just really lined up well with what Golden Tate does, and then before mm-hmm. that, Theo Riddick was out, so Golden Tate naturally was seeing some of those looks as well. I mean, yeah, Golden Tate, they're 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 meeting, they're like what I see from here on out is more meeting in the middle of of both of those guys. I think that they could both kind of be similar in terms of fantasy output from here on out after their buy. I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, but he look. The the best part I got a really good tweet I can't uh, I can't remember his handle it's the guy who we've talked to, I've talked to a lot about like uh, old video games he like owns that bar or whatever so when you if you're listening I'm sorry that I that I don't remember your your handle but he sent me a tweet yesterday that said um, your best call of the season wasn't to when to get Marvin Jones but when to sell him yeah but because that that's what's so important in fantasy football it, it's not. It's not just being like, hey, I called this, I got this. I know that we joked around with Marvin Jones and the, the GOAT thing, but it was really fun to do that. That was just entertainment. But like, you have to know when things aren't going well. You can't be blind to the situations. And I think that's exactly what happened with Marvin Jones. Sometimes I'm going to be wrong with that kind of stuff. But yeah. um, the Marvin Jones thing, you know, it just it, it happened to work out that way. Well, it it's, it's a well. credit to you because human nature is when you hit on a guy... <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more, Denny. Uh, when well, okay, when you are right, when you're correct on a player, uh, human nature, I think, is to is to hoard that player and to say, right. "This is my guy," right. and you know, I would never trade him because I was right on him. He had two or three big games. I looked very smart on Twitter, and everybody congratulated me and. And then by the season's end, you're like, wow, I should have gotten rid of him eight weeks ago. Right. right. Uh, and so it's a credit to you to say, uh, this is my guy. You know, I, I planted my flag there, but and, and now it's time to move on. I, I think a lot of people are going to be in that situation with Kristen Michael. Where, exactly, exactly. You know, they, they hit on, I'm struggling with this myself because I have Michael in a lot of leagues. And he's been a key to success in those leagues, right? But. Yeah. But now it's obvious that it's, you know, it, you know, barring an injury to, to ProSize, barring, you know, Thomas Rawls coming back in 2019, uh, the, you know, he's, he's not going to produce like, like he, he's not going to have the opportunity, you know, right, right. going forward. So it, it's, it's high time to sell him as well, obviously. Speaking of which, I'm looking at the, uh, the box score right now of the game that we're not watching because we're recording for all of our listeners. Um, right now, Russell Wilson has a rushing touchdown. Oh, and it's fourteen to seven Bills in this in the first quarter. What? Yes, 
Tyrod Taylor just threw a touchdown to Justin Hunter. Okay. okay. Uh, Kristen Michael has one carry for negative two yards. Doug Baldwin has all three receptions from Russell Wilson for 64 yards. I can work. I can work with that last one. Uh, yeah, this is this is happening. Yeah, man, I agree with you about Kristen Michael, though. I mean, I I got a share of him in in one of my leagues. I traded him last week for Alshon. Mm. So like, that's that's. I think I think now is the time to buy or sell rather Kristen Michael. It might be too late. Yeah, it might be, especially if if this week doesn't go well. It could be too late. Yeah. Uh, this next one is at Placence. He says Dak or streamers. Uh it's Dak. Yeah, Dak against Pittsburgh, man. Of course. Um, this next guy, at J... Oh, it's Josh Levinson. At J. Levinson, 1293. This shit is addicting, man. I could have easily held Dak and Carr all season, but insist on streaming every week. Well, that's uh, that's not... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we... Look, we talk about it all the time. The goal to streaming is to not stream, right? Right, yeah. That's, that's, that's it. It's not... I mean, it's not that fun, honestly. I mean, to, to hope that there are, like, a lot of viable plays every week on your waiver right. wire. It, ha- it happens a lot, but but man, if I if I had Dak, I mean, I do have Dak in the LTS league. I haven't dropped him all season. Right, right. Uh, next one is at Knuckle Pop. He says you nailed it in 2015 with Cousins and Bortles having favorable f- fantasy football playoff schedules. Who is it this year? Winston Rivers. He also said Martin. Who's Martin? Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I, I love Rivers' schedule. I actually, uh, one of the buys in tomorrow's column is, is Tyrell Williams, who I think is a really good buy from here on out. But um, Rivers has a good schedule. Winston has a good schedule. Right now, those are two guys uh, that that I do think, looking right now, could be this year's Cousins Bortles. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, Winston, I'm, I'm Winston looking at... Winston gets New Orleans twice. Yeah, God, that is good. Sheesh. Uh, so ten. Let's see. We ten to sixteen. Uh, the best. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I think. I think I'd have to say Winston. Yeah. I like Rivers a lot though too. I think Rivers should be good, especially once those got once you know each week it just feels better. You feel better about the wide receivers for San Diego. Antonio Gates is healthy now. There's a better red zone threat there. So I, I like Rivers as well for sure. I, I should say that the Giants get Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Detroit in the in the. Oh man! Playoff area. Oh well, then maybe it's Eli too. Yeah, jeez. Uh, next one at Drew Robinson three six five. Did Peta come after Denny for ex- ex- for the exploding goat? I look at that's just science. I can't help that. Right, it just happened. Uh, next one at DP Football one has Ebron moved out of streaming territory. Also, what is Denny's favorite kind of sushi? Mm. Do you eat sushi? I do. Wow, that's good. I love sushi. I don't enjoy the raw kind. What what does that even mean? I don't want I can I don't I can't do the raw kind. I so uh I here's my favorite uh sushi. You ready for this? Uh the uh potato. The, wait, wait. Wait. The, the sweet potato sushi. Oh my god, Denny. Yeah. Denny, what is your what is wrong with your food it, takes? It's so that let me tell you that's such that that take is so white. It's a hate crime in thirty seven states. That's such a bad take. That that's like that's arguably your worst food take that you've ever had on the show. I I like I you know what I like I like that and avocado sushi. That's bad. I mean avo- avocado is fine, but the the potato thing, man. Uh and and then the Ebron question. I think you can start Ebron pretty confidently week in week mm-hmm. out right now. Yeah. 
Um, just because it's the tight end position, it's a little bit more difficult. Next one, at Double A Cantu. Who who tilts harder, Denden or yards per carry Twitter when Gordon has a big day? <laughs> yes. That was that was pretty good. I have to say it's yards per carry Twitter. Yeah. Yards per carry Twitter. Is, they're, they're as fierce as median Twitter is. Uh, next one, at Knuckle Pop. Many of the Twitters, interwebs, and hashtag brand refer to Kaepernick as Cap, K-A-P. The correct nomenclature should be Cap, K-A-E-P, right? No. No, it's Cap. It's because he said it. He 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 said it. Uh, he said it several times, and uh, I was once reminded of this like twice in a day with someone sending me a tweet from Kaepernick from like 2012, right? Saying it's cap, it's it's K A P, not K A E P. A, a well actually tweet. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's fantastic. So yeah, it's K A P. Uh, next one is at uh, Benay Anak. Uh, he says that's that's not even close to how you say his handle, no, but I'm so sorry. <laughs> Winston or live the stream? So Jameis against Chicago or some or streamers? Mm. I'm okay if you want to go Jameis. It, 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 it allows you to make one less transaction too. I mean, this, this is going to hurt just saying this, but if Evan sits, then no. Yeah, I agree there for sure. Yeah. Uh, next one at only real Farah is streaming the RB two position. A thing have been successful the past few weeks with Gillisley and Dwan Harris. And then he Wait. says, who is the week 10 RB two streamer? No. You're not, I mean, at that point you're not streaming. You're just using guys who you're scraping off the waiver wire and have decent matchups. Right. So the whole, yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the difference between streaming, the reason streaming exists is because of supply and demand. If you're in a, in a league that is active, uh, then a lot of those guys are going to be gobbled up off the waiver wire. I mean, if you want a guy this week, Peyton Barber is probably not a bad look just because Doug Martin hasn't practiced yet. But like, even still, it's like, like the the running back position is in such high demand. Yeah, it's it's just it's not a thing to stream the position. It's just not. Dude, th- this idea of a running back revival this season is so opposite of what's happening and hilariously misinformed by the way oh yeah there's some bad tweets about about strategy Mm. out there it's it can be bad uh next one is at adrian underscore charlie other than fits who are you or other than fits are you gambling on any other cardinals wide receiver rest of season i mean i i mean jj nelson seems to be a thing and the the coaching staff they like all of them yeah great first name too Next one, at J. Alex Olguin. How frequently do, do trades happen in your leagues? Not often. I actually, I, I don't know if you saw JJ, but I, I made a trade in the LTS league two weeks ago. I traded. I saw that because I, I had to push it through. I, I traded cold tape for Chris Thompson, which obviously worked out for me. Damn it. I saw, yes, I, I do remember that. I've noticed that in leagues, like my home league, we get a trade basically every week. But wow, geez. it's so it's so fun. It's great. My my team is also trash this year in that league. But um but the, the my I've noticed that like expert leagues that we're in, like Apex or although I did make trades last year in Apex, but generally speaking, like you don't get much out of those leagues from from a trading standpoint. Yeah, but well, people are, are scared. People are very scared. Yeah, totally. Uh next one, at Katie Banks01. Is it time to add handcuffs to our players? I think I, I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah, I yeah, I mean this is the around the time of year where it's good to start shoring up your your team and also trading a lot of depth at, at position yeah. for, you know, for better uh, uh starters. Yeah. 
Uh, next one. This is a good one. At too much snark. How am I supposed to say thank you, Kaepernick, as well as you're welcome, Kaepernick, at the same time? Um, that is that is a, a conundrum. Uh, but I think that just saying you're welcome, Kaepernick, would be sufficient. Yes, that, that'll suffice. Uh, next one. At hopeful oil. Ty or Moncrief the rest of the season. Uh, Ty. I agree. Although Moncrief is is good. He is. He's very good. Next one, at Bully Booger. No questions, but I've been living the stream life all season with no complaints. Keep up the good work, gentlemen. You're welcome, Booger. You're welcome. Thanks. He also says, oh, wait, I thought of a question. <laughs> if I can get Arby's to sponsor the pod, can I get a free LTS t-shirt? Uh, you can get 35 free LTS right. t-shirts. Like any, every color, every color, we'll get them for you. Uh, next one is at Bedtime37, which, do you remember this whenever I made fun of his handle the one time? Yeah, what what did he say? Uh, his, well, his last name's Story, so it was like a play on oh, that. Oh, like okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, is Kenneth Dixon worth holding on to as a stash play? The Ravens don't seem interested in running the ball. Uh, I, I don't know. In a, like a fourteen teamer, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I I I like him as a deeper ad. He played more snaps. He had twenty nine percent of the team snaps this past week. Obviously, saw more work. I mean, I, I think that if anything, what Kenneth Dixon is going to do is just make Terrence West not an option rather than making himself an option. Right. Unfortunately. Next one, at John underscore T4K. So what round will people be drafting Matt Ryan next season? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, probably like the the fifth or the sixth. Well, I mean, and it depends. Honestly, it depends on what kind of kind of league. But I think that we saw this year uh, what uh, fantasy football calculators said that it was a record year for the first quarterback off the board. Right. Um. Yeah. Me- yeah. 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 Remember, I think it was Cam Newton going off in the third round. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't think that we're going to see Matt Ryan go any anywhere, you know, uh, higher than that. But you know, I could see him going in the fourth for sure. Yeah, I could I could see that happening. Um, next one at Jeff underscore the underscore cat. What item in your workspace would you would you most like to throw at CD Carter thirteen after his next cringeworthy food take? Hey, imagine that you just had a cringeworthy food. Take. I can't believe it. Probably my uh, my Pedro Alvarez bobblehead. I'll throw at your face. Is that is that a picture for the Pirates? It's an old. He's not even on the Pirates, and he got traded this past year. So I still have it though because he's fun. But I would throw that at your face if you were sitting across from me. You, I, can't, I, would, I can't imagine doing a live podcast with you, like in person. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I make my friends ma- uh, unintentionally. Honestly, it is not intentional, but I make them visibly angry with yeah. with my takes in person. Yeah, I mean, I could see it. I would probably. You guys would hear like 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 in the middle, like like you remember you know you know the punch sound whenever yeah, like but, like in, in in movies and stuff. That's what you would be hearing. It'd be like, whoosh. yeah, exactly. I couldn't. I was trying to hit my fists together, but it didn't work very well. I heard it somewhere in the, d- the distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Next one is at Craig WR three PPR Reed versus the Vikings or Kelsey at the Panthers. Uh, Reed. I don't know how you bench Reed. Is Kelsey a thing? Right. I mean, he's been okay, but I don't know. I mean, no, it's not Kelsey. And he also says, who's your favorite stand-up comedian? I don't know. I, I don't watch stand-up. I don't do stand-up comedy. I don't do a ton of stand-up, but I do in the car. I really like Mitch Hedberg. 
Oh yeah, he, he's he's good. But he's not alive I, anymore. I like uh, Aziz Ansari. Yeah, Aziz is great. I like Aziz. I, I, but I again, I don't, I don't really care for. You know, I tried to watch uh, Eddie Murphy stand up from 1984, I think it was, and that was like so, so like shockingly, uh, deeply offensive <laughs> to every possible group of human beings, <laughs> and so unfunny. Uh, no, because because here's here's the thing. I I know a lot of you think I'm I'm you know what the PC police and and this and that, but I'm fine with taking shots if it's if it's at a group that has power. You know what I mean? Like right. if you're swinging up, that's good comedy. If you're swinging down, that's comedy sucks. And it, all Eddie Murphy did was swing down the entire bit, and it was horrible. I, I was stunned at how bad that was. That guy sucks. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, cool, cool, man. Yeah. You're just defending Eddie Murphy Twitter. Oh boy. Uh, next one at books thirty one. Stewart or Booker for week ten? Can we trust Booker? I mean, apparently he doesn't even have a job anymore. Yeah, I, I actually, I think I would just go Stewart. Stewart's fine against Kansas City. Stewart's been seeing a lot more work in the red zone too, which you like to see. Uh, next at J underscore J underscore T underscore. Sell high on Latavius Murray. Is it, I mean, is someone really going to buy him thinking that he's going to get three red, three one yard touchdowns every week? I mean, if you're going to buy, if you're going to try to sell him, do it this week. Sure. That's, that's, that's the way to sell, it just seem, sell it just that seems, performance. It just seems like something that we say, you know? Oh, it definitely is. But it's, I mean, I just couldn't imagine coming across someone who would be like, oh, yeah, that dude who I saw score 35 fantasy points on, on Sunday night, I want him. Right, yeah. right. Uh, next one is at Burns all. He says no mentions of dildo gate with the bills mafia last week. Come on guys. I need to hear takes. <laughs> we don't have Wait. dildo takes on here. Oh uh, yeah. This is a family show. First of all. <laughs> uh, secondly, I, what else is there to say? Right. What is there to say about the, about a dildo on a field? I mean, th- yeah, that kind of, that's it. That's kind of it. Dildos thrown on the field. That that's my take. <laughs> right. Right. And there's no, there's no con like, it's not like it like happened to like one of the streamers or something either. Like like it, it's not like it was like directly related to the show in some way where we could create a narrative around it. Do you think I mean it feels like uh Bill's pregame uh you know like uh tailgate with, with, tailgate yeah tailgating it's, it feels like that's like uh the scene of a Mad Max movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. They're they're known for just like getting insane. Like the the did you remember the the one where they were like tackling Colin Kaepernick outside and stuff and like right do do you think it's because they live in such a depressing area I I'm not going to comment on that because there's some people Denny that are from Buffalo that listen to this podcast oh man <laughs> now you're now now you so you just went from offending Eddie Murphy Twitter to now offending Buffalo Twitter well wait wait a second now I mean upstate New York is. You know, economically, it's mostly a disaster, right? And, and the sun goes down at three p.m. It's cold all year <laughs> round. I mean, it, it, it's got to be it's got to be miserable to live there. Sorry, it would ahead. probably be pretty miserable. But I also lived in Pittsburgh for uh, twenty-two years of my life, and that the weather there sucks. It's always cloudy there. I just can't imagine wanting to live in like Maine or upstate New York. This just seems like a like a nightmare. Yeah, that would be tough. Uh, next one is XX underscore Zach Love underscore XX. Breeze at home, but playing Denver D bad enough to match up to consider streaming. 
Hmm. I'd play Breeze. Yeah. Since he's at home, especially. Next one, at Corey Horn 4. I have Lamar Miller, Jay Stu, Latavius, and Terrence West. Who's my RB2? To me, it's easily Jay Stu. You have yeah, Lamar I, I Miller's it, your RB1, right? Yeah, I think people need to come around on, on, on Stewart a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Next one, at a game of throws. If you were the president of fantasy football, what would your platform be? What would you change? Uh, mandatory PPR. I would, that's a good one. I would um, make sure that there is a playoff spot for every team that has nothing to do with head-to-head record. For every league, rather. I I like that. It, it's, it is hard to wrap your head around finishing with a good record and not making the playoffs, but but you, you do want to re- reward uh, a good team rather than a lucky one. Right, but I'm saying, like, if you, if you, so, like, the LTS League, the way that we're doing the playoffs, we have six teams that'll make it, the top two from each division, right? And then the best record that doesn't get in from the, from those teams. This is what I do in my home league, too. And mm-hmm. then the last spot is of, without those five teams being considered, who scored the most points? And that's the, that's the sixth spot. Here's one. Here's one. I, I would demand that every format includes a flex position. That has kicker in it. Okay, we're moving on to the next question. <laughs> God, Denny, you're the worst. You're the worst. If I could flex two, if I could play two kickers every week, I would. I certainly would. Oh my God! How about zero of them? Uh, next one at Swaggy Dad Runner. Which two sports figures, players, coaches, GM, would you pick to be president and vice president? Oh man, I, I this is hard because I don't really like many people in sports. Um, I don't know who to pick in this, and I'm not I'm not picking I'm not saying Cuban. I know Cuban is a favorite of people out here, but no, I'm not. I would not say that. Um, I do love Cuban, but I wouldn't want him as I, I wouldn't want him there. I, I if mean, we can is... answer, if we answer seriously, then this is a stupid question. If we answer in a joking way, then it becomes a lot more fun. I want Jarek McKinnon to be president because he has the best voice uh, in America. He does? Really? Yeah. He sounds like CeeLo Green. Oh, get out. Really? I sent a tweet out one day that I thought was V good, but it didn't get that much interaction because it was, it was a, it was a post game and he's like, you know, the, the CeeLo, the FU song by CeeLo Green, right? Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not singing it. I'm not singing it. But I, I had the interview, and then I quote tweeted it, and then I said I had the see you driving around town, blah, 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 like the lyrics of it with like music notes. Yeah. And like the connection was very obvious, but it didn't get as much love on Twitter. It was almost one of the ones that I would go back and delete. <laughs> I forgot that you did that. <laughs> not, not quite there. No, I don't really do that anymore after the show because then people would call me out on it. You know, I, I didn't see that. I unfollowed you seven months ago. So okay. I, I, <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. I'll send it to you later tonight. Uh, next one at the FF Whisperer is Rashard Matthews the real deal or just an illusion from overeating on weak old candy corn? <laughs> dude, Rashard you're... Matthews is the truth. Oh my god, I can't believe you're one of these people, dude. No, I look. He is the perfect, perfect example. At the very least, he's the perfect, perfect example as to why you need to monitor snap rates because. Over the last three weeks, last week was the first time, not not this game against San Diego, but the last week against what was Jacksonville, that it was the first time a non-Tajay Sharp player 
wide receiver played more snaps than or played the most snaps in the team. Mm-hmm. And it was Rashard Matthews. He's been slowly, slowly becoming the number one wide receiver on that team, and it kind of all came to fruition this week against San Diego. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, obviously he's he has a bigger role than. Yeah, I'm not saying he's gonna be like a like he's he's like a, a high end three probably from here on out. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one at Mister Tomner. Daylight savings time dad running plan. Crack a crack of dawn weekend runs or low cost strictly treadmill gym membership. I, I'm I'm all about the gym membership life and treadmill life. I uh, I I refuse to have a gym membership. I, I Melissa has been trying to get me to 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 sign up with her for years, and I can do you know what I can do my exercises without a gym. So thank you very much. This last one, Denny, is at Sports Guy tweets. Let's hear your fast food power rankings outside of Arby's being number one. I'm sure Denny has a fire top five. Oh my god, I nope. don't know. I know what number one is. What is it? Bojangles. I've never been to Bojangles. <laughs> why do you why do you say it like that? Why, why, why'd, you, why'd you ask a question when you said that? I need everyone to rewind right now. Go go back 13 seconds and listen to how Denny said that. How, wait, how did I say it? I've never been to a Bojangles. <laughs> no. I, wait, are you saying you're number one? Yes, my number one. Oh, you're number one. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying, I thought you were guessing my number <laughs> I got one. you. I got you. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sense. Well, no. There, there, no is a, there is a Bojangles in DC, I've heard. Oh, uh, really? From friends. Yeah. It's like near one of the metro stops. Um. Yeah. No, I've never been there. I, I mean, I guess, man, this is hard. Uh, I guess I would just go with Taco Bell. Does, do sub places count? Maybe. Like I would, I love. Like I'm, I'm into Jersey Mike's. Mm, yeah. Like Jersey, yeah, Jersey Mike's is good. Jersey Mike's is not awful. Uh, at Taco Bell, I get the, I get the, um, uh, bean burrito, and that's it. <laughs> I get the bean burrito, no onions, please. Wow. You yeah. ever, you know, where, where we stopped yesterday on the way home from Pittsburgh was the goat. Sheets, but it's oh like, man, it's yeah, guess. people it's, love sheets. It's not really like a fast. I mean, it is fast food. Technically, it's like the MTO thing, the made-to-order stuff. But like, yeah, dude, sheets is the goat. And if you're from if you're from Eastern PA and you're sitting tilting right now listening to this, and you're like, no, Wawa, Wawa, like cr- <laughs> crying and saying Wawa, you're so wrong. Sheets is so much better than Wawa. Yeah, at the University of Maryland, people people would kill you if you said Sheets is better than Wawa. Yeah, yeah. Well, luckily, I stayed in Pittsburgh, where a lot of people from Philly come, and they all got got destroyed anytime that they made that that. Table. Well, every every ninety uh, percent uh, of uh, College Park, Maryland, is composed of students from New Jersey. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah that, that that's Wawa life. Yeah, it's just not as good. All right, Denny, that does it for our Monday show. I'm exhausted. Me so too. why don't you let everyone see? This is what you guys get for a Monday show is not as good of a show. Yeah, uh, you know, quality wise, I say seven and a half out of ten. It's yeah, crazy. like it was like seven and a half. It was like we're not going to get like tweets and say that was the best show that I've ever heard, though. Oh, for sure. No, no, no. We're not getting we're, we're not getting any of those. But right. but you're welcome. The people wanted an early podcast. They got an early podcast. So you can find me at CD Carter thirteen on Twitter, and uh, I have a little tilt montage coming up after we're done here you do yes i'm jj zachary you can find me on twitter at late round qb all my work over number fire since it's monday 15 transactions comes out tomorrow morning usually it's already out but denny before everyone 
is is gone, they get to listen to you tilting week nine. And it's great. So we will catch you guys in week 10. Enjoy the tilt montage. Tilt. All right, everyone. It's uh, week nine. It's 12.59 p.m. Eastern time. Again, the only legitimate time zone. Um, I'm on full tilt. Uh, I've been up, been up since uh, 4.15 this morning. So, what, I've been uh, tilting for mm, nine hours now. Uh, so, hour nine of tilt and kickoff um, has not happened yet. Uh, so, I should be dead. I should be dead by four o'clock today. Um, have a lot of Kaepernick today. Looking forward to um, him coming into the fourth quarter with 55 passing yards. Um, that'll be fun. Uh, I hope, maybe it's it's beyond hope at this point, but I hope that Brandon Marshall comes out of retirement today. Uh, have him in a lot of seasonal leagues. And um, I, I know he retired four years ago, but the hope is that he unretires and has a nice game against the Dolphins. We'll see. Um, some call it foolish. Uh, I call it foolish. So I will update you as my tilt takes my life. I benched Mike Wallace everywhere and he just scored a 95 yard touchdown. You know what I have to say about about Narrative Street? It's a son of a bitch. That's what it is. That's what Narrative Street is. I refuse I refuse to give in to Narrative Street. I bench Mike Wallace everywhere I have him. I have no Mike Wallace in, da- in daily. And what happens? And I've been calling this on Living the Stream. I've been calling for Mike Wallace to eviscerate the Steelers for, uh, I don't know, seven months? Seven months of me saying this? Over and over and over, joking with JJ. Hey, JJ, Mike Wallace is going to kill you guys. Mike Wallace is going to kill you guys. JJ says, oh, I know. And we're, you know, laughing. Oh, oh, oh. narrative street. Narrative street's a joke. It's joke, 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 joke. And then Mike Wallace scores a 95-yard touchdown. He may have retired after that play. I, there's no way of knowing right now. I'm trying to confirm with sources right now, and, and I, I'll let you know. But, I mean, it's... It, this is incredible. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is pants off tilt. This is I mean my underwear is just barely staying on right now, for being honest. It's, oh my god. I'm uh I'm totally fine with Jay Ajayi being the best player in the NFL, by the way. Um I've been preparing for this for years. It was inevitable, so I'm just glad I uh, I have him on no teams and uh, no daily fantasy exposure to him today. So that you know, hey, but he's the goat. He's the goat. The most excellent development today, I think. It's by the way, it's two o three p.m. Eastern time. The most. Excellent development for me so far is the realization that Anquan Bolden, not 
Eric Ebron plays tight end for the Detroit Lions. I was not aware of that until just recently, but I should have guessed it since Bolden has essentially been a tight end for what? Four, five, six years now. So, you know, hey, you live and you learn, and you hope the simulation takes you away. Right? Refresh, nothing. Refresh, nothing. Refresh, negative points. Refresh, nothing. Refresh, refresh. Kill me. Children, let me tell you a tale of when Theo Riddick used to catch passes. My God. Jets have the ball, second and goal from the eight. Brandon Marshall's waving to Fitzpatrick. Uh, he gets down to the three, so. Yeah. That'll help. That'll help my tilt. I'd like to take a moment to rescind my Eric Ebron tilt from earlier. I'm embarrassed to learn that at halftime, Ebron has 55 yards on four receptions. I did not know that. Although, let's be honest, he would have 27 fantasy points, if not for Anquan Bolden having a career day. So the tilt has been rescinded partially, I would say. What if I told you that Dennis Pitta has one catch for six yards at halftime? What if I told you that? This is the end. My only friend, the end. I have Mike Evans in every single... Redraft League this season, his, you know, 38 to 41 point explosion on Thursday night was, you know, the anti-tilt. Uh, it was drugs, honestly. It's hardcore, hardcore drugs. And, and I am now trailing significantly in every league except for one while having a 40 point explosion on, on Thursday night. So... It's further proof, if you needed any, that life is pain and the simulation hates us. It's 5.52 p.m. Eastern Time, and I have learned that the simulation giveth and taketh away. The Kaepernick, the long Kaepernick touchdowns of Vance McDonald was very nice, very nice and good, very good and nice, unless... You benched Vance McDonald in two leagues in which you're trailing. So I I think I am in my parents' backyard. They live five miles away from me. Uh, I'm going to have to check this out, but I should be home soon um, if I didn't burn my house down uh, minutes ago. So we'll see. I'll let you know. Hey, look, DeMarco Murray caught a pass so I can stop punching myself in the face for three seconds. DeMarco Murray was wide open at the goal line and he did not get the ball. Just a side note, it's uh, 6.03 p.m. Eastern Time 
It's been completely dark, full dark outside for 35 minutes, thanks to daylight savings time. And it's just a reminder that people who like fall and like winter are legit confirmed psychopaths. It's 6.45 p.m. Eastern Time, and Colin Kaepernick has not scored a fantasy point in 24 minutes. I'm tilting, I'm tilting, I'm tilting, I'm tilting, I'm tilting. Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the Internet Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For more fantasy football info, check out Lakegroundcubing.com. Hope you come back soon as we share about the team.